Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, I am lucky enough today to be at a backyard barbecue in Washington State on my 50-state tour with my crew, visiting an old friend of mine who we realized we've known each other for 30 years, and we happen to have a mutual soon-to-be friend, soon-to-be acquaintance, and his name is Erwin Loriano. He is also here in Washington State. He is from here, and you know what, Erwin, you have a very interesting passion while still having a full-time job that I right. think my listeners will, will really get a lot out of. So can you tell us what exactly is Young Life? I know that is what your right. passion is. Yep, so on a daily basis, my uh, nine to five job is basically a startup operations engineer with New Scale Power. Um, what I do really love doing outside of work is um, I'm involved with a ministry called Young Life, as you mentioned, and it's a Christian outreach ministry that ministers to uh, high school kids, middle school kids, and also college kids. So currently, I'm in uh, Corvallis, Oregon, and I'm with, uh, with a Young Life team there for Oregon State University, so go Beavers. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I do love is um, Young Life is a ministry in which we earn the right to be heard. Basically, we just don't hang out with people and preach to them and tell them how to live their lives, but we actually, uh, just have a relationship with kids, basically celebrating their victories, going through the struggles of their lives, and being able to speak into their lives of uh, basically what has worked with us. And for myself, uh, the way that I get through the day, you know, I do a lot of prayer, I do a lot of meditation, I do read the Bible, I do, in a sense, speak to God, you know, because I believe that relationship is really important. And I just kind of share that with um, with with kids that I know, whether they're college or high school or middle school kids. Now, is that is this an organization that you're a part of or that you created? Um, it's an organization that I am part of. Okay. Yeah. How did that come to be? Um, that's really interesting. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, when I moved to uh, Tri Cities many many years ago, uh, my wife was already involved with Young Life. And uh, she was working with a team that was uh, ministering to uh, Kennewick High School at the time. And I was watching what was going on. And I was seeing that my wife was making a very uh, positive impact in the lives of young kids who were going through big problems and small problems. Small problems in the sense of what dress am I going to wear to prom to big problems of my parents are getting divorced. And I would be able to see my wife speak into those kids' lives and give them a sense of a direction and hope by empowering them, you know, whether it was spiritually and giving them some emotional strength on how to live uh, day by day. And I just saw the, the fruits of that, just to see, um, you know, kids who were struggling in life that a light bulb would just pop up in their head and they would just get, get a sense of hope 
and then they would be able to uh, take those struggles and then that it would become a strength in their own lives so that they would be able to uh, minister to and uh, speak to their peers of what they were going through. So uh, basically what ended up happening was I got hooked. I ended up uh, getting involved with Young Life and I ended up being involved with uh, Kamaikan High School Young Life team for probably close to 18 years. Wow, wow. Now I am sure you have many, many stories that yep. stand out to you. Is there one you could share with us? Well, I think one of the, the biggest challenges of uh, Young Life is, you know, you have an old fogey like me who's trying to, in a sense, uh, interact and relate to uh, kids that are a lot younger. So believe it or not, you still get kind of nervous when you walk on campus of, wow, I'm like reliving my junior high or high school days again. Am I going to get rejected? Am I going to be uh, welcomed into a group? And what you will find out is that um, kids are very real and they're very smart. They know the intentions of adults that enter their circles. And if they see and if they sense by your words and by your actions that you wholeheartedly care about their everyday life and that you're there to uh, help them uh, through uh, the tough obstacles that comes their way through everyday living, then they welcome you. Um, you know, they, they all know that uh, living our life, especially in this day and age, is pretty tough with all the challenges and temptations that kids uh, face on a day-to-day -day basis. And what they would love to hear and get their lives spoken into is, is people that, who have already gone through that, whether they've done it successfully or that they have failed yet learned from their mistakes. And what we're able to do with that is speak into that, but also most importantly, give them some uh, spiritual backing, whether it's through uh, Jesus Christ or found in scripture. Those are things that we kind of uh, uh, keep in the background as well to uh, ground some of the counseling that we share with kids. So is there one young person that stands out in your memory from all of your experience? I think one of my uh, strongest memories dealing with um, kids uh, was uh, actually there's a couple uh, individuals that struggled with self-esteem issues. It is amazing that uh, through my years of young life how many kids that I have known that have struggled with um, of, of how they view their physical body and they end up with uh, eating disorders and these are beautiful people uh, and all it takes and I, and I recall this one gal that basically uh, one guy just went to her oh looks like you put on a little little weight and that was enough to really uh, mess up her life. And what to me, it just showed to me that the power of words and how that could uh, really set people back based on um, what their peers feel about them or see about them. And uh, what I'm happy to say about is as this person shared her struggles and became very uh, open about what she was struggling with and with also with some family involvement, um, this individual did get professional help because even as a Young Life leader we do know our limitations that for the most part a lot of us are volunteers that just really love kids and want to do our best but there are times that professionals need to come in and um, speak some truth into these people's lives so that they could see that they are indeed beautiful people and there might be other things to get medical help to get family involvement to help them overcome these eating disorders. So with that, um, what I have found is that, that young life leaders tend to 
get an audience with kids were something that they might not share immediately with their family, but because we're on the outside and we've earned their trust, that they're willing to uh, pour out the challenges that they're that they're going on uh, with their lives, whether it's a eating disorder or personal fears, even with sports or um, public speaking. You know, those are things that they just share with us, and we're able to uh, help them along in life. Now, I know that you have a time-consuming full-time job. Yeah. What? Because I, I know I also know I have listeners who are like, you know, I would like to reach out and do this, but I don't have the time. Right. So, how do you deal with that? It is, it is tough, and I believe for myself personally, um, both my wife and I are, are involved, and that really helps when, you're, um, when your uh, wife or your husband is also a partner with that vision. Um, but there was a time that my uh, wife was a full-time mom and couldn't be involved in young life like I was. However, I had her full support. Yet at the same time, I had to be sensitive to my own family's needs. If because my you wife, have children. Yeah, I have a 15, 13, and 10-year-old, and um, my kids, my boys would quite tell me, like, hey, Dad, you know, we'd like some of your time. And uh, if I was being daft and I wasn't paying attention, um, there are times that I would miss out on my own kids because I'm almost pouring out too much on them and neglecting on my own. So it, it, is, it is a balancing act. However, uh, what has happened is my kids have also grown up in Young Life and that they have seen the power um, of Young Life affecting positively people's lives and they're on board. As a matter of fact, uh, what I am now um, uh, get to see now is that Young Life leaders, because now I work with college, we decided to stay out of middle school and high school. Now I get to see Young Life leaders ministering to my own kids where they call me up and say, hey, Erwin, we would like to pick up your son and meet him for coffee. Hey, go ahead, have at it. Because I know there are things that, because we're parents, that they might openly confide with them, like dad is being a jerk. How can I help? Can you help me with this? Or That's a hard thing to do as yeah, a parent. Yeah, it is. It's and, a very uh, vulnerable place to be. And, and, I, and I trust the, uh, the team that I'm surrounded in, that I know that if they were to minister to my kids, that they would be looking out not only for his best interest, but also for the best interest of my family. So what do you think that you've learned about yourself? What I've learned about myself is that, um, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. And for myself, I would like to use as much as my waking moment impacting other people's lives. Um, it's very easy to zone out and watch TV or just zone out. And don't get me wrong, I do all those. You could catch me on Facebook forever. However, um, I believe there is enough time in the day that all it takes is maybe one coffee date a week to mentor or minister with a young man, a young woman that is welcoming that, uh, that friendship. And it sounds like that really fills you up. It does. It, it, it's amazing how when you do things like that, it, it yeah. impacts you and make it, it does more for you than them sometimes. I, I am a, a firm believer of it's better to give than to receive. And um, so one of the things that I always just reflect upon is that um, what is the legacy that I'll leave behind? You know, uh, when, if heaven forbid, if I was to pass and go on uh, from my living life today, I don't want to just be recognized as a 
a good startup operations engineer. You know, I want to be known as a, a good father, a good husband, a good mentor, a good pal, a good buddy, a guy that helped me out in this. And, um, and that's what really fulfills me is because I know I was created for this. You know, God gave a purpose in my life and I feel that my purpose in life is to impact young people. So, for my audience then, because my job is to try to get people to listen to the experiences of my guests mm -hmm. and act. I'm all about envision what your life would be like right. if you did this as a passion. Explore right. how you can do it and then execute a plan like what is the first step? So what advice do you have on that front? You have to be courageous. You have to get out of your comfort zone. Because let's be quite frank that if we just stayed and did business as normal, we would probably, especially myself, would be a couch potato putting 10 hours on an Xbox game. So many people are doing that though. Yeah. So many people are opting couch potato. Right. <laughs> and the reward that I have is um, the smiles, the laughters, the uh, changed lives that I see with every person that I, uh, that I come, come with and uh, communicate with. So your final thought for everybody, or when you have to motivate them to get yeah. off that couch. My final <laughs> thought is you just need to go out there. No one wants to go to the grave just being known as this person doing this job. There is much more to life than our everyday occupation that for the most part pays the bills. Now I do get professional satisfaction. I love my job. I love the people that I work with. I believe in the vision and the mission of my company. However, outside of that, there's still plenty more hours in the day where I could uh, impact young people's lives. Yeah, do something that's personally fulfilling, yep. exciting, meaningful. Absolutely. Challenging. Thank Absolutely. you so much for speaking with us today. And you're on Facebook. Yep. So we will make you a part of our private group. Okay. And so people can reach out to you and get more information yep. or guidance or motivation from you if you don't mind. Yep. Thank you so much for taking some time out of this amazing party oh, to hang problem, out with us. Not a problem. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 states in 90 days lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep